Cross the Streams podcast here on Sunday, April 16th. Kip and Kane both back with you. I think it's episode four, season seven. Um, and I've got a, a quick light segment intro, Kane, because your nephew, Lincoln, found this. And mm-hmm. I'm going to screen share with you since we're doing a Zoom. You, my friend, have reached a whole nother level because you have a Wikipedia page. the fully functional and it even lists your salary i mean it's the real deal you gotta be kidding your wife's on there tell carrie she is now wiki famous there are 10 references to your life in the source (laughs) i mean it's a whole thing now Uh, wow that's unbelievable they yeah. even got the uh, pronunciation on there. As yes. Far. <laughs> yes. Our version. Yes. I know. Wow. I don't know what's going on. I didn't mean, because, right. How does, do you know how Wiki works? Like, somebody I, has to I have create no it. Yeah. Someone's got to go on there and actually create this and, and do the research to actually do this. Wow. Yeah. They've got your cup of tea with the bucks. <laughs> They've got your. I was your... going to say, Wow. <laughs> I've never seen this. This is unbelievable. Yes. Hired to Montana State. Wow. It's pretty accurate, yeah. <laughs> hmm I mean, we've got playing career, coaching career, personal. Personal. <laughs> we've got your whole two children. titles you've held. They just don't have the, uh, the children yeah. listed as far as the names of the children. Right. Or else that'd be, uh, that would be truly legit. Yes. Unbelievable. So wow. I've, I've made it. I've actually State made tomorrow it. tomorrow and say, listen, I got a wiki page. That's got to be worth something. And there's no question. That's <laughs> unbelievable. I've got the little blue check on my Twitter, and I've got a Wikipedia page. I'm, I am now – I'm a made man at the Pretty end of much. the day. Pretty much. Although I don't know if that blue check you want to be associated with anymore. <laughs> well, now they keep telling me I got to pay to keep my blue check. I don't. I don't yeah. want it. I'm not. Paying you do not want that. No. Listen, yeah. Mister Musk. I am not paying you any more than you need to right. keep that check. I will gladly forfeit my check instead of pay, paying a monthly or yearly fee to keep it. I'm good. That I'm is good. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Wow. It I, is uh, something. Yeah. So, um, so we got we got a we've got a. A session lined up here, but we probably got to address the elephant in the room that we're taping today. Because if I had a Wikipedia, you know what I would need now? <laughs> I would need a new, I would need a new segment. I would need a dash, no longer says present. Yeah. Um, it would have to have, like many coaches out there, right? It would have a time frame of when I was a active head coach, seeing as how I am no longer the head coach at Willamette University. That uh, transaction happened this week. Um, and many people listening have been, uh, some of the support group for the week for me, including you, um, and David Gunn and all so many people, like we talked about dad's thing, you know, you go through this as a person and you're not good at asking for help, right? You're not good at, you're all, you're very good. Both of us pops as well at giving advice and being willing to share advice. Mm -hmm. You are not very good. You don't have a skill set usually of, Hey, I don't have the answer. Hey, I need something. Hey, I need some support here. So this week, you know, like it, people in our business are used to the the action when somebody says, hey, we're going to move in a different direction. Luckily for me, that hadn't happened. You know, I'd been at one place as a coach for a 22 years. Mm. Um, so I was I was a unicorn in the profession. 
Uh, no but question. I got baptized. I have a new stripe now. Is it a pink stripe? Does it count as a pink stripe? <laughs> it's a pink slip. Um, but, uh, you know, we want to let, I want to make sure everybody knows Kip is still good. You know, it's been a tough, tough couple of days. My brother's checked on me daily to make sure I wasn't mm-hmm. doing anything rash. But I think as all the people reaching out, texts, phone calls, posts, you know, it's been awesome. You know, and I think you, you recognize, you start as you get away from the shock of the moment in the disappointment that one journey's ended, you start to recognize impact you had, right? And you start to recognize yep. that the job itself, while the Ions still need to figure out finances, and we will, obviously. Kelly's always mm-hmm. made more money than me anyway out there, macho men. <laughs> My wife has always made more money than me as a great high school teacher with a master's degree. Um, you know, you recognize that uh, it was worth the time because you have so many people that are concerned about you and worried about you and also ready to help you with the next step. So I want to thank everybody on this. And, you know, I think cross the streams plays a role in that next step because as Kane and I have talked about, you know, as much as I love the game and boy, did I love watching the Lakers win today? Yes. um, I'm sure basketball plays some role in my future, but what is life like for me chasing other things? So, you know, as I get more, headway and you know i have many things like you know me i can't sit on my my brain doesn't allow me to just sit and be sad and if i do sit like you told me yesterday get up do something get something to do get a project i damn near tried to build a fence yesterday everybody which kane and my wife know is not what i should do so my father-in-law slowed me down and said hey hey good idea bud how about but (laughs) how about no and you can put your mind towards something else and we'll get a youtube video for that uh, fence (laughs) <laughs> uh, but I got a lot of things that I'm thinking about and some time to actually do it, you know, sometimes actually envision Kip with a different identity, which I don't think is easy. And I'm not telling everybody I'm dancing in rose petaled glasses over here. It's been hard, but there mm-hmm. is a, there is a lot of invigoration of like, who else could I be, um, you know, aside from Willamette's basketball coach, which I was very proud to be, but now exactly. it's time to be somebody else. Right. And I, I think that's uh, that's something you and I have talked about, obviously, at length over the last couple of days and, and David as well. So, you know, I just wanted to make sure everybody knew I'm still here. I'm still me. You know, I've been telling myself that on the treadmill, too. Damn it. I'm still me. I can still run this. <laughs> get this 12 splat. Right. Uh, but, you know, that's that's where Kip's at with the update before we dive into our planned episode. Yeah, no, that's great to hear, man. It's great to hear that, um, you know, you're taking that that type of per perspective and and it it forces you to take a different perspective right it forces you to figure things out that and i think as we've talked about before it's a great thing that it has kind of forced your hand to a certain extent because as we've talked about on here and we've talked about in our own private discussions and, and conversations we don't have to be co- we don't it does not have to define who we are athletics sports coaching is not who we are it's just part of what we do we love it, and but at the same time, you don't have to be specifically a head coach at Willamette University um, or a coach anywhere to be or have the impact on people that that's what, at the end of the day, you love to do anyway, is have that positive impact, have an ability to uh, help people, and, and you don't need just a coaching title to do that. And that right. goes for everybody out there, right? That right, goes for, exactly all you that are listening to this, you don't need a specific title to allow you to do things that you want to do. All you need is, is that mentality and, and make the choice that every day I'm going to have an impact one way, shape or form, whether that's positive or negative. And you choose to make that choice every day. 
Right. And so I, I'm I'm happy with, or I'm I'm proud of you, and I'm happy for you as far as where you're going to go with this thing. And I know it's going to be awesome. It's not going to be easy, as you said right. before. This ain't going to be an easy thing for you. This it, no transition is ever easy. It's not supposed to be. Change right. isn't supposed to be easy all the time. Life isn't supposed to be easy all the time. But at the end of the day, those of us that choose to make the most out of every transition, every change, are the ones that are going to have, have find happiness and find meaning at the end of the day. Right. And I think you've already made those steps and started to, to make those choices and decisions every day. And, and uh, you know, we, as you hit before, man, you've got people in your corner and, and supporters in your corner that by no means have life figured out but uh, can help you as far as how you pursue this thing going forward. Um, right. And it's, 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 it's exciting, man, from, from those of us that know you and know what you're all about. We know that it was just a matter of time, man. You had, right. and um, life is going to uh, offer you a lot of things that I think you necessarily didn't have time for, yep. but now you do. And uh, you're going to put the, as we've all said on here multiple times, man, you're the, the smartest, brightest one out of all of us anyway. And so it's about time you get those opportunities that uh, you deserve. And, and it's going to be fun to see what you do with them. You know, I think the the quote, I think I might have sent it to you and everybody that, you know, and in this, you you get your cup filled up by people, you know, that mm -hmm. call you and text you and, and reiterate, yep. you're going to be all right. You're going to, you get your cup filled up, then it pours out with sadness. But then you're lucky enough to get it filled up again, right? And then you exactly times like I remember times from from coaching buddies of ours and friends of ours that we supported when they got fired or they got let go from a position. And you know, you're like, man, does he really want to hear from me? And like you mentioned, for everybody out there, absolutely. Yes, I've learned that. Like, man, just a convo, just a text from this mom of a player I had, from that player giving me my own pep talk that I gave him about what <laughs> real stress is, or verse or yep. this person saying, hey, man, I got you back. If you're in a position where somebody is struggling, don't hesitate because I can speak from this end of it now. It yep. does matter. You know, even yep. if it's just three quick lines, even if it's a, a message on Facebook, even if it's an Instagram, that matters to the person going through it. Um, but I was going to say, and I think part of, you know, hell, the name of our podcast is Cross the Streams. And I've been looking <laughs> at that other stream. You know, you and I have talked about it a lot. We talk about it during elections. We talk about it during world strife. Can we mm -hmm. do enough as coaches? Mm -hmm. Right. Can we do enough in that role to have the impact? It was always on the other side of that stream. Now, I didn't I was incapable of making that choice myself. So in a lot of ways, the decision from the powers that be, like you said, forced my hand to jump the stream. But like this quote, the fears you don't face become your limits. And I was yep. never willing to face like life, not as the, as a bearcat. Now it's, I have to. So, you know, as scary as it is and as soul crushing as it can be in certain moments, it's also I find myself like, wow, what's that juice feel like? That juice of completely different. Yep. Um, and, you know, and I, that came, that kind of segues into what I had planned for us talking originally. Um, but let's take our first quick break, tell you guys more about the exciting things we're doing with the Cassione Foundational Invitational that we've talked about a lot about on here. We'll listen to that real quick to get you up to date on the golf tournament. Then we'll come right back across the streams. The Cass Ione Foundation exists to raise money for Alzheimer's and dementia research, caregiver support services, and individuals or causes that we believe exist in line with the morals and beliefs of our namesake, our dad, Cass Ione. To learn more about us and donate today, please visit CassioneFoundation.org, K-A-S-I-O-A-N-E, Foundation.org. 
All right, we're back. And Kane, I was I was thinking about this, and I used originally in our sketch in our outline, like as coaches. But I think we can stretch it because it does include as coaches when you and I walk into spaces. But as men, as fathers, um, as athletes, as people that aren't afraid to use their voice and stand in their words, right? But I think a part of it is we're trained to show up to spaces as experts, as leaders, as like be willing to be loud with your presence and your voice. Um, I mean, even in practice, you know, when you're at practice with your players in my, in the past, when I'm at practice, you, you show up loud, you want to have impact. You want to get them to show up loud on game day, to have impact mm -hmm. on game day, to dominate, whether it's on the field, on the court, in the classroom. Um, do you feel that? Like that's kind of in the, I don't know if it's like this written rule that's in your to-do list, but do you feel like you're training them and you're like, you're used to showing up in rooms chest out a little bit? Mm -hmm. No, you're, you're hundred percent right. Where you always as a coach want to make sure that, or as even as a teacher, right? I mean, just yeah. in general, you need, you feel like you have to have command of your room. And if you yes, don't, then what place, are you doing? Yeah. Right. Right. If you don't have command of your room, then you're looked upon as well, what you, you're not a leader or you're, you're not a effective coach or whatever it may be. And that's, you can't do that. Right. Um, yes. Well, I think as men, there's a ton of messaging that goes on, right? That correct. if you don't, whether it's in an interview on a first date, um, parent teacher conference, you know, whatever, if your notes show up ready to lead everything and crush any obstacle, then you're somehow less lesser. And the reason I'm bringing that up is I was talking last week uh, with a director of service learning in the Salem community, Tommy Van Cleve. Mm -hmm. I want to give him a lot of credit because he's an expert in the field. Dr. Tommy Van Cleve, director of service learning. Um, and he was looking to partner, find partners for teams of men, for the teams of men program, for basketball players that are going through teams of men to give back to the community mm -hmm. um, with their actual body and presence, not just, uh, you know, a retweet or, or something performative. Like how could they actually show up and have impact? And he really opened my eyes because he said, Kip, there are spaces, especially in shelters for women and children who are escaping various versions of male violence, um, domestic, sexual, et cetera, emotional, where men, you know, players of, a, of college age that, that you deal with, teenagers that are out and about, where men are not going to be welcome, um, where even if they are accepted as, hey, they're here with good intentions, I need them, that place needs those men, those boys to show up small to not take up all the oxygen in the room, to actually step back, to listen and follow. Mm -hmm. And then he asked me, do you think Teams of Men has prepped these young men for that? And I was like, man, I don't know if I have. I honestly don't think I have because I've never, uh, I haven't approached very many spaces that way, right? Mm -hmm. Can you think of a space where you, I mean, maybe meeting Kelly's parents for the first time when we started dating, but even then I didn't want to show up meek. You know, I had that in my head that I had to, had to show up as, as something awesome. Could you, can you think of like, have you ever entered a space where you had, where you were like, I should be smaller here. I don't think anyone ever, I think you go into, uh, that's a, that's a great question. Cause I'm trying to think of, I don't think you want to, I I feel like I've gone into places or spaces that I've gone into with thinking I'm not 
the big fish mm. in this situation, right? I'm not yeah. the big dog. And so yeah. I can in turn take a step back and not feel like I have to be boisterous or be the dominant voice in this scenario or situation. And in turn, I can step back and allow, allow myself to figure out the situation before I decide to in turn voice my opinions mm. in certain situations, if that makes yeah. sense. Like yeah. I didn't go when I made the move from Montana state to UW, I didn't go into that initial however many meetings going, all right, I'm going to walk into this room and go, yeah, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think you always just to your point, I think what you're getting at is that, I don't know if we necessarily coach our – we want our men in society or we want our – I know for football-wise, you want your guys to be knowledgeable enough to go into any situation with an idea of, yeah, I can – be the guy, you know what I'm saying? I don't, no, yeah, no, yeah, because I don't I mean, think I did, ever, I did, you yeah. can never tell them in the field of, and I don't think you, I'm not even saying that this is like coaches are wrong. No, building no, no, confidence. No. I'm not saying no, that exactly because that's that's exactly what you what I'm saying. Yeah, you would that, want them to have self confidence. I think maybe it, we also have to remember, and maybe this is you know a path that that, that I explore more now as a consultant for coaches is: mm -hmm. Are you also building awareness? So yeah, yeah that's I that's this, a, right. I that's have confidence, it right there. but exactly. I am also I have awareness to where awareness. my words aren't needed. Correct. I think that's the that's it right there. Have enough confidence in yourself to not have to be the boisterous one all the time. Mm -hmm. Have enough confidence in yourself to understand when you don't know this right. what you what you don't know. That yeah. to me is confidence in itself to where you yeah. can sit back and go, no, tell me what I don't know. Mm. have the confidence to to be in a room and go yeah i i have no idea what's happening right now i need right. to be able to just sit back and be a um observer and if i if there's something from a past experience that i can share and it actually helps this situation awesome but not if not i need to just be here and just sit here and be there for whatever the situation is be there for support be there for whatever it may be I think that in itself is, to your point, it's self-awareness and it's confidence in itself. Yeah, yes, yes. And I, I, I wonder, too, in thinking about us as parents, right, as as your kids oh, get older yeah. and, and mine yeah. are in that space right now where yeah, I, I wonder sometimes if dads, and I'm just using speaking it from because that's the perspective I have, post-game, post-meet, post-match, what if you took up less space in the car in terms of how you feel about the performance, right? Like, what if that's where it's needed? Like sometimes, um, you know, when kids get in the car, they can feel the gravity of what dad, or okay, let's say mom too, mom feel about how they played. And that weight can really take up the whole room. Maybe there needs mm -hmm. to be less oxygen from you. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know that the right perform, like the right percentage amount, but I wonder mm -hmm. if those are spaces where we need to train our guys, um, Read the room first before you try <laughs> to take it over. Exactly. Exactly. No, I think that's a really good point. I think you hit on it. I think that phrase self-awareness is huge. Mm -hmm. Absolutely huge. I don't think enough people in general, let alone men, 
have enough self-awareness at times. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, just let's, a think, let's talk about physical, like man spreading, right? When we're just walking and I'm bigger, right? I'm six, three. So if I walk down a certain pathway, women are trained to get out of my way and I'm trained to expect them to, which is horseshit, right? Like mm -hmm. just like my space, I can take a step to the left or when mm -hmm. we sit down, right? I mean, how many times I know we probably joked about it on the pod on an airplane, on a subway, where you're like, man, I can't believe this dude is taking up all this room. <laughs> but have I done the same thing? Like, if I'm a middle seat guy, and I've got mm -hmm. my legs a certain angle, like, if, have I done that? So there's mm -hmm. even more, like, even on the physical side, how much space am I taking up? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, so, I, I, yeah, I, I think that's a, that's a potentially a societal issue is mm -hmm. right. self-awareness. Right. Right. And I don't think, and to your point, from a standpoint of what we teach our athletes, I think there's a lot that it makes it hard sometimes because of, I think all we do, it's always trying to be positive, right? Yes. We're always trying to influence in a positive way, but I think it can be perceived and or taken the wrong way sometimes where an athlete is going to be looked at to be a, uh, a leader in certain spaces mm -hmm. or, or, um, you know, walk in. And when you talk about spatial awareness or just awareness in general, when <laughs> a lot of times our male athletes happen to be the biggest individual yeah. in the room yep. um, and how that can be physically imposing. Right. Uh, and just having the awareness to be able to go, all right. Yeah. Just simply uh, my size can be intimidating. Right. How and do I? Step a, yeah, back. and it starts Correct. a relationship off in a certain light that I might not even be aware of. Correct. Like it, I'm not even trying to be intimidating, but it just is what it is, and I need to. Yeah, I need to start the relationship from a certain point of view. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The and I don't think I, I don't think either one of us is advocating for. Hey, you know what? I should be smaller in this space. Hey, Kelly, yeah, exactly. You're exactly. gonna have to shrink when it comes to household chores, right? Like yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. bullshit. That's manipulating verbiage. <laughs> but uh you know it was definitely something that that caught me off guard when he mentioned it because i was like man imagine you know some six seven forward in college basketball shows up with great intention but unaware of size and how that could trigger people in a shelter right mm -hmm. and then you're in this position where you're like look at the great work we did actually you terrified and traumatized people there you know yeah. and not even intentionally but, you know, showing up and saying, I would love to help. Show me how. And if show that, me how. Yeah, show me how. I think you said that. Because that's maybe that's part of you having a career, you know, having different roles as an assistant. Maybe that's mm -hmm. more, you know, like I haven't been an assistant for 14 years. So mm -hmm. I'm used to like whatever Kip says is the most important thing in the world. <laughs> well, now I got I to gotta take some of this up because I could be yeah. at an interview. I could be in a new space where, yo, yep. man. You're not even called on yet, right? Yeah. Sit over there. Yeah, your your opinion is not necessarily needed in certain situations or scenarios, and you got to learn when it is needed yeah. or when it is the opportunity to voice an opinion or voice what you feel may be best in that scenario or situation, and yeah. that's not easy to do. And right. that takes a little bit of the, to your point or what we're talking about as far as that self awareness. It takes a little bit of the. Um, ego check yes and to make sure that that ego isn't working and to a disadvantage for you 
Um, because there is no question that everyone has an ego, but how do you let your ego work for you both from a positive and negative scenario um, or situation? And being a willing contributor or a willing participant is awesome, but I don't think it guarantees that you're the best one. Correct. Right. And I think we fall for, and I've done it too. Like, no, man, I'll, I'll speak. Boy, I'll have my words heard. And maybe they, yeah. maybe they weren't needed, right? <laughs> exactly. Maybe you just co-signed exactly what that person already said for no reason. And Correct. It made them invisible because you said it louder. It, exactly, because you said it in a more in a more boisterous manner or yeah, um, or way that doesn't necessarily make it right. And then probably what you did was just made someone else feel completely unheard. Yes, yes, hundred percent. Oh man, there's a lot to there's a lot we could go down with with this line, but I think it does play such a role, and it's such a conflicting. And it doesn't have to be conflicting in your in the world of co- for coaches education. It doesn't have to no. be as long as they're here no. together, confidence Correct. and awareness. Correct that that and that's it right there. I, I like I said, it goes to me. It goes hand in hand. Yeah, if you have confidence in yourself, in turn you you're going to know thyself, yeah. or you should know thyself. You should have enough confidence in knowing that, yeah, I know my weaknesses. I know what I don't know. Yeah. And so in turn, I am not going to speak on manners in which I'm not that informed. I'm going right. to listen. I'm going to try and figure out, okay, uh, yeah, well, in my experience is this, this, and this. But if you don't have an experience, then don't share your experiences that don't <laughs> matter. Like You don't have to share experiences that don't matter in the conversation or the scenario that you're in. Yeah, that's that's the piece that drives me crazy sometimes. Like, yeah, that was awesome that you, that had nothing new we're talking about. Right, right. And well, so I think just anytime having... you lead off in a meeting setting with, well, I don't want it to make it just about me, but you should probably stop yeah. right there at the butt because you yeah. know you just gave a what's the word a disclaimer that you're yeah. about to make it just about you. You 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 had the foresight to stop yourself. Just stop exactly. <laughs> don't don't make everybody else listen to five minutes of of you. Yes. For no reason. Yeah. Just because you feel like in your mind you need you need to say something in the moment. You don't have enough self-awareness, have enough self-confidence that you can just be there and listen in that situation. And in turn, maybe another time you can share more as you progress and you've done the reason or whatever, however it works. There will be another opportunity to share. There right. will be an opportunity for you as a person to shine. It's just not in this moment yeah. every time. And if we envision, and I think our cousins, uh, I think Kay might have shared this with us, the wheel of change, right? It's a wheel. So there's different roles on that wheel. And sometimes you're out in front mobilizing and driving. And sometimes you're Mm -hmm. in the back as a resource and caretaker. And sometimes you're just a foot soldier pushing the damn thing. Mm -hmm. And it all, you know, it's constantly circling, like you said, to where, I mean, we preach this to players all the time. Your time, your role is X. It's just as important as his. Yes, Correct. it doesn't get the shine. Absolutely, it doesn't. We're not Correct. running from that reality, but it still wouldn't move without your part. So, 100%. Um, well, let's take our second break and then, then we'll come right back. The first annual Cassi Own Foundation Invitational Golf Tournament is set for Saturday, July 22nd at Prior Creek Golf Club. Please visit our website at birdease.com backslash KIF 2023 to register your foursome, sponsor holes, volunteer to help on day of, and help us raise money 
to battle Alzheimer's dementia and provide resources for caregiver support systems. All right. Now this one is interesting, and, I, and it's it's a little more le less heavy as the original as the first couple segments. But as a, a football coach for you, mm -hmm. um, do you show up? Have you thought about it when you get a chance to? The hard part with your gig is just the sheer hours and actually getting any window to watch football, like college football, or the NFL. Do you show up as a fan, as a critic, like this critical lens? As a student, like, hey, I'm watching Belichick's scheme this Sunday. What mm. could we take? Mm. And it's vastly different than how you show up for March Madness or the NBA, because you're also a basketball fan raised in a basketball house. Mm. So, what, and go with those two. How do you show up when you watch these things? Yeah, no, that's a great question, man. And, and uh, I, I'm sure if you got my wife on here and, and she listened to this, she may differentiate from what I say. <laughs> based on how she's perceived or watched me as a observer of sports. Um, when it comes to football, when I do actually get an opportunity to just watch, I do literally try and just be a fan. I just want to be a fan. Like there's certain games I just want to watch. Yeah. I'm just intrigued. I just want to watch. And, and there's so much of what I do that involves watching film, obviously preparing for opponents and analyzing everything and breaking down everything that there's times where I literally just want to watch a game right. and just enjoy just the sheer entertainment of what this game could potentially offer. Now, naturally, as I'm watching, different than any other person that probably is, is I'm sure there's coaches can all relate to it, but you just can't help as you're watching to start to critique, to start to game plan in your mind like well if i was in this scenario this yep. I, this is what i would do if right. i was in this situation or maybe i would have done this you try not to and i'll just be honest for me i try not to second guess what a coach is doing because i know they're in, i mean they're doing what they're doing based on what they've prepared to do right and it drives me nuts sometimes as a coach that is heavily involved in this thing and you listen to some of the fans as you're observing and watching and you hear some of the comments that are coming out of people's mouths and you just, you want to tell them to, are you're an idiot, right? Like just stop. You right. just stop because you, you, what you're doing is you are literally saying that that person didn't spend hours upon hours preparing for this moment, for this situation. Right. And for me, I just don't see my, I can't see myself doing that because I don't want other people to do that to me as well in that same right. situation. Right. So I try and view football as much as I can from a, a, an entertainment value um, when I have that opportunity. And then if the if it presents itself and there's something that I saw on TV, then I'm like, hell yeah, I want to go watch this a little bit more yeah. in depth. You, can, you have access to that. I have access to that. Right. That's what's awesome about where I'm at and what we're capable of doing. I can go back and watch a Sunday NFL game and go in depth and actually get a lot better views of it because the TV camera angles are terrible when it comes to actually watching and trying to break down and see exactly things. The TV copies are great for certain things. They're terrible for others. And so I can go back and get a little bit more in-depth as far as watching opponents and or watching games to try and get some analytical data from it that I need. And so right. I'll do that based on, all right, that was I saw pressure that I liked. I saw coverage that, that sounded like it could be something we look at. I'll, I can go back and, and watch and look and learn from it later on. But in the moment, I'm just watching from an entertainment base 
uh, scenario for mo- for the most part. Um, I would now, say for me, the on the basketball, you know, yep. when I was coaching, the basketball, it's hard because I know just enough about football yep. from you to be yep. dangerous. Like I know mm-hmm. just enough lexicon and base mm-hmm. level idea to think I should critique. But then hoops, I know, like, I'm not saying shit about what Will Hardy and the Jazz just tried to do because I know how much they know. Exactly. Right? And on football, I don't know, like football and the Cowboys especially, I still get, well, I tell you what I would have done. Get on there. I'm definitely a fan and a critic with football. I'll tell you what we should have done on third down right there, and then I'll use something you told me that's completely irrational. (laughs) Or Or I'll follow just enough smart people. Yeah. on Twitter, and I don't know if it's like a, a coping mechanism to get through oh, yeah. a Sunday, but yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Basketball, I'm much more, uh, LeBron and the Lakers, I fan out. Like, yeah. I'm just yelling and screaming, but I'm not really, I'm doing just enough in my head, like, I may have changed that, but at the end of the day, it's LeBron and AD, so if they want to run two-man, they fucking run two-man. Good. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's so funny you say that, because I'm the exact same. When it comes to basketball, I'm an absolute psychopath. <laughs> I, I, I am, you cannot sit down and watch a basketball with me, a basketball game that I have any type of, like if LeBron's on, don't, you, most people are not going to sit near me or, <laughs> or watch it with me because I'm a psycho. I'm, right. I, I yell, I scream. I'm yeah. completely over the top with all of my reactions. My wife literally lasts five minutes of watching games with me. It's crazy. I'm absolutely a nut job when it comes to watching basketball. Right. And I think, and, and to your point, I, I know enough about basketball to where I feel like I can be a critic of everything. Yeah. That you're not being crazy, that you're being a <laughs> yeah. smart critic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm all, oh, yeah, they should have done this or this, that, or this. And it's like, dude, just check yourself a little bit here. But I, I'm a nut job when it comes to basketball, whether it's March Madness, whether it's the NBA. The NBA, I'm, I'm truly a fanatic when it comes to um, just fanboy, just yep. going nuts. Uh, the March Madness stuff, as we've talked about, I used to love it. Like we we followed NCAA basketball for the longest time, and we're crazy about it. Lately, it's it's lost. Yes, uh, a lot of its value to me because of I don't know I don't know what it is, but it just I can't get into it as much as I, I was before. Man, I, I still watched enjoy uh, it, one shining moment it, on YouTube. I didn't even stay up for <laughs> one shining moment. Exactly, it's it's crazy to me, but. Um, so I'm not as crazy when it comes to March Madness as I am when it comes to the NBA playoffs. And yes. Just my uh, fanatical nature really comes out. Like my players know me for I try and keep a relatively cool, calm, collective um, demeanor when it comes to coaching. Basketball, I lose my shit. It's crazy. Yep. It's, no, it's, <laughs> I wonder how that happened. I wonder if it was like I don't know. Brains got trained for the sport we were most heavily in to be yeah. rational. And yeah. the one we might both love the most, but we, we yeah. weren't in it. We weren't First, actually in it. like, dude, because I'm yep. telling Dak what he should have read from cheating <laughs> copy, which is just stupid. <laughs> or I'm watching J.P. O'Sullivan on Tuesdays telling me what mm-hmm. we should have done on that pack. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, man, that's what I yeah, said. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, no, uh, I'm the same way. I'm the gosh. same exact way, man. I'm, I'm flying down all sorts of Twitter, just going all down the, the freaking rabbit holes of Twitter conversations based on basketball. And it's it's nuts, man. It's <laughs> absolutely crazy. Frost the streams. 